so years ago when I was in, in seminary, uh, we had uh, a wonderful gift, a wonderful advantage. We had a lot of Austrians. I had a lot of Austrians in my year. So it meant that um, on occasion, we were able to go to Austria, stay in their houses and go skiing in the winter for free, which ordinarily would cost quite a bit. But we could bring up the whole seminary, bunk into their houses, borrow all of their gear and out onto the slopes. It was quite the sight because you had Colombians who had never seen snow before. You had Africans who had never actually touched snow before. And then you had Irish who blend in to the same colour as the snow. Uh, and it was just, it was, it was like, it was, it was, it was, it was very comical. Uh, then in, in a year behind me, there was one big American guy. Uh, he was actually 22 stone. Uh, built like a fridge, just a big block, big block of a fella. And uh, when we were learning to ski, we were told over and over again by these Austrians who were able to ski from the age of like two, two months, they're practically born with skis on. Like, they always said, lean in, lean forward, lean forward. Because when you're going down a slope, your, your instinct is to go, whoa. But if you lean back, then your skis come up and then you can't steer, you can't control them. So you have to keep the weight on the front. Of the, it's completely counterintuitive. You have to lean forward, lean in, lean on the front of the ski. Uh, and once you get that, then, then you can begin to carve and ski and that kind of thing. But our American guy found this somewhat difficult. So we went down the, a beginner slope. But the beginner slope, it was shaped like a question mark. So you went down, and then you kind of came around, and there was the ski lift. The reason you came around was because there was a drop. Right? So you came down, then you went around the drop and to the ski lift. So Mr. American chap decided uh, that he would come straight down but then he started leaning back when he saw that he had to turn right. Wasn't going to make the turn, so he starts leaning back. Skis go up, and he comes down the slope. I was, at the, I was waiting at the ski lift, and I just saw one ski fly off, and another ski fly off, and a pole fly off, and another pole, and his hat. <laughs> he was leaving bits and pieces of himself the whole way down the slope. Absolute disaster. Right, why do I say that? When it comes to our relationship with the Lord, when it comes to our relationship with, with God, we must lean into it. We must lean into our relationship with God as opposed to kind of leaning back and letting God do everything because it doesn't work that way. God wants us to work with him. God wants us to lean on him. God wants us to depend on him. Okay? And, and this, this becomes a problem in our gospel because you've got this, this issue of wealth. And for, for the Jews, you see, if God blessed you with a large family, with good crops, with lots of children, with a you know, with, with wealth, it meant you were a good person. So if you were blessed with all of these things, you were a good person. And if, on the other hand, you, you didn't have these things, if you didn't have children, or if you had leprosy, or if you were poor, God was punishing you for your sin. So then when, when Jesus says it's hard for the rich to enter heaven, the apostles, are, they're astounded. And they ask him twice, is that how... In that case, how can anybody get to heaven? If, if, if those who are blessed by God don't get to heaven, well, then what about everyone else? Like, that means, sure, who gets to heaven then? So there is a bit of a, a misunderstanding as regards how wealth works. But we also must keep in mind that wealth is always relative. I remember um, another, another year in seminary, uh, I went to visit a, a Swiss family. Okay, and they, had, they were a big family, um, seven or eight kids in it. And uh, they lived up on a majestic hill with the greenest of green grass, looking at, at, at slopes that were snow-capped all year 
it, the place was absolutely stunningly beautiful, but they were considered poor. Because in Switzerland, the standard of living is just astronomical. So they only had an old Mercedes bus to travel around with all the kids. You know, Mercedes. Like, uh, because it's all relative. Then on the other hand, when we went to Africa for my uh, confrere of mine's first uh, mass in the Ivory Coast, um, we stayed with some, again, relatively wealthy families, which meant that they had indoor plumbing. So wealth is always relative. In, he in heaven, we're going to be very wealthy in the sense that we won't lack anything. So it, the, the problem here isn't money on its own. The problem isn't if you're wealthy, you're, you're banjaxed, and if you're poor, you're on your way up. That's not, that's not the way it works. The, the, the question is, what do we lean on? What am I depending on? Because if I say, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable here, I'm wealthy, and therefore I don't need you, that's a problem. That's a problem, because you do need them. It, it tends to be a little easier if, if, if you are sick or ill or a little aged uh, to say, Lord, I need you, because my, my, your needs are far more apparent. You can see them every day. I mean, uh, if, if, if you're ill or if you're old or if you're poor, then it, it's going to be easier for you to see that you need God. When you're in the prime of your life with a bank account with tons of zeros, with at least one useful number beforehand, you know, then... Just don't feel your need for God. You can just not lean forward, not lean on God, but lean back. It's all good. If you lean back, you go out of control. So the, the problem here isn't wealth. I mean, I know some, some wonderfully generous, wealthy people. There was actually one man <clears throat> who came here. He watched a mass on a live stream. And uh, he said, I want to see what this Holy Family Mission thing is about. So he came and he parked up his car there at the back and he went for a little walk around the grounds. Uh, and it just happened that one of the guys came out of the, the little corridor that connects the chapel and the house there is called the annex. So he came out of the annex, and as he was walking past here to, to my left, to your right, he genuflected, even though he was outside. Cause he genuflected because the tabernacle is here, so he was going down across the path there. So he, but he was just walking past the chapel, so he genuflected. And this wealthy businessman saw this and said, Impressed. They have the faith here. And he writes out a check for... He was very generous and helped us with our heating system. So wealth isn't the problem. It's what you do with it. It's who you depend on. It's who you lean on. That's where the issue is. If you're, if you're a multimillionaire and every day you say, Lord, I thank you so much for every blessing and, I, and, and grant me the grace that with this money, with my business, I can help these employees to have a good family life and a bit of financial security, then there's nothing wrong with that. And Lord, I, I, I thank you, and I, and I give it all back to you. Use it as you wish. There's nothing wrong with that. So if, we, if whatever we have, if we, if, we, if we lean into the Lord and depend on him, then he can actually give us more, because more doesn't become a temptation for us. If it would, it's better he doesn't give it to us. So if, if, if what I have, I use for the greater glory of God, he can trust me with more. So this is the, 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 the deeper meaning of, of our gospel today. Jesus looked steadily at him and loved him. He doesn't look steadily at him and say, you're rich, aren't you? You big snob. You dirty wee, you know, like, there's not, he doesn't, there's nothing like that. He looked steadily at him and loved him. And he said to him, there's one thing you lack. 
Go and sell everything you own and give the money to the poor. I'm taking away your safety net. Lean on me. Follow me. Trust me. Are you willing to do that? And then believe that you will have treasure in heaven. But his face fell at these words and he went away sad. For he was a man of great wealth. He was a man who had this safety net. I can try following Jesus. doesn't work out. I've got my wealth to fall back on. Win-win. But the Lord says, take away the safety net and trust me. And so today, for each one of us, we ask the Lord for an ever greater trust in him. Whether it be for our health, whether it be for our wealth, whether it be for our future, our children, our parish, the church. We ask for this ever greater trust that we lean on him. So if we have lots, if, if the Lord has blessed, blessed us with wealth, <clears throat> we thank him, lean on him. If we haven't much, we thank the Lord for what we have and we lean on him. And either way, the Lord becomes our God, our center, our heart, our goal, our destiny, our everything. And therefore, ultimately, we lack nothing. May the Lord teach us what true wealth is and may we give thanks to him for everything that we have. Amen.